Hey, I'm Kevin Pettit. And I'm Martin Frazier. And we are Loud Americans Discussing Soccer, better known as Lads. Lads. Today is Wednesday, February 12th, 2020, and the lads are back. It's been a while. We're back, baby. We haven't, you know, it's been a while for everyone, and yeah, I'm just going to be outright. I'm just going to say it straight up. It's really big of us. We've been re- very lazy. It's been <laughs> a back and forth battle between who's going to cancel first. It's like you, it's like hinge dating, but it's me and Martin deciding when to do this podcast. It's been like, oh, like, I'm tired. Oh, you're tired? Okay, we'll just reschedule. It's like you trying to go out on a fucking hinge date. That's been me and Martin's relationship with this podcast. February and January has been rough, guys. I'm really sick right now. Dude, I forgot it was February. Like, we we talked about our shittiness before we started recording here. And uh, (coughs) I made the comment that January has been real tough. I forgot we're just about two weeks into uh, February. Like, fucking Valentine's Day is three days from now. So, happy Valentine's to all you cute couples out there. But, yeah. um, Ipso facto, at the end of the day, Kevin and I suck. Like, yes, it's been week after week of either Kev texting me or me texting Kev. Like, I'm fucking tired, dude. Just got home from work. Had a long day. Like, let's, let's do it Thursday. Let's do it Tuesday. And... We've been letting y'all down. We know this. The Prem's been letting y'all down. It's on a winter break for the first time ever. So uh, let's let's just br- blame it on the uh, Prem's winter break. We're taking a winter break of our own, and, you know, we're back. We're refreshed. Well, Kevin's not. He's sick. And, uh, you know, I have the coronavirus. Ever. I have the coronavirus. Yeah. He was diagnosed, diagnosed yesterday. In Boston. That's where I am. And <laughs> I I feel like total dog shit. I was like... You know, it's been so funny, this whole canceling back and forth on each other. Just because I'd be like, it'd be like 8 o'clock at night and I still haven't heard from you. And I'm like, oh, please don't say you don't want a pod. Please, I need that canceled text. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like <laughs> looking so forward to it. And I'm so sorry to all the fans of the show. Um, I know like this is very bad of us. I've also had our sponsors because we're part of Overtime Media reach out to us. And I, like, uh, Justin from Overtime reached out to us. Martin, I didn't tell you this before the show started, but he was like, hey, I saw you guys haven't, like, posted an episode in, like, a few weeks. Is everything okay? And I was just like, it was like I pulled, like, an office space move. I was like, yeah, I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> he, was just like, he, like, he was like, oh, well, fair. Is there, like, a break in soccer? I'm like, not really. And, you know, he's like, all right, cool, man. I, other pods take breaks once their season's over. I'm like, yeah, yeah, ours isn't. There's still tons of, like, FA Cup and, like, well, we only had three games over the weekend, which I guess we can open up with that. Martin, what is this soft bullshit that West Ham and Man City had to fucking cancel their game over snow? I, 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 this is ridiculous, right? Look, I mean, first things first, the introduction of the winter break in the Prem might just be the stupidest idea since VAR. Now, with that being said... Canceling a game because of high winds and snow is the most soft French thing I can think of. Like, literally right down the street, Sheffield United played Bournemouth in just about the same conditions. I saw, uh, like, before the game, they were showing broadcasts of just the wild winds that were going on in and outside of the stadium. Uh, the uh, pitch was completely waterlogged. Referees were kicking the ball to see how shitty it was. And it was bad, bad. But Sheffield United, Bournemouth, played at the Cherries' home pitch, and uh, they destroyed that field. It was an awesome game. The Blades come out on top, two points behind Chelsea, and uh, they stomached the weather. They said, we're the Prem, baby. We don't take breaks, baby. Screw this Winter Storm Sierra, bitch. We're the real deal. But no, at the Etihad, because they're very soft boys over there, they had to cancel a game because of wind. Oh, God, I hated that. I was looking forward to forward to that game too. Like I've just kind of been rooting against Manchester City all my life, obviously. But uh, what's well, also I was, like I was West at- Ham is also like totally in a dumpster fire right now. <laughs> right, right, right. So I want to so, see that. I want to see like the really TV. good team. <laughs> right, it is. I want to see the really good team that's going through a shitty phase go through or go play a really bad team that's going through a total dumpster fire of a period of games like West Ham is legitimately 
in the relegation zone. I'm so about them getting relegated. I wanted oh. to see Man City dick them down. I'm about that. And Martin, wind uh, ruined it for me. I know. Wind. Again, wind river, the wind that brought that feather, the forest gump, uh, the wind that broke the levees. Um, wait, that was, anyway. No, uh, that's water, I believe. That, that it was water. water and fire. It's been a long time. People, people don't know. Anyway, I have this tweet <laughs> <laughs> from uh, a West Ham fan about the cancellation of the game, and I think it's he, f- he figured out a solution to you know instead of playing this makeup game. Are you ready? Oh yeah, hit me with it. Hit me, baby, one more time. Ooh ah, ooh ah. So this is Jack Gambardella. His Twitter name is like Jack himself with the hammer emojis. Big West Ham fan says, "Hello, Man City." Our rearranged fixture might not be for a while. It could well be in between the Champions League legs. And you won't want that, will you? Forfeit the game. Give us the three points. We can stay up, and you can take six from us next year. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wins. Oh. I, it, it, I, I win. think that they have a point. They have a point. Like, Man City, they ain't winning the, the title. Like, it, it's... I think the stat is uh, Liverpool could wrap this up by March something, which is sick. So uh, Man City isn't really playing for anything in the league. Uh, West Ham is literally fighting for their survival right now. And, uh, you know, that seems like a pretty fair little selection there. But, Kev, I, I want to I talk real quick about uh, West Ham possibly being relegated. Because over the past, uh, I'd say, like, maybe five I'd, yeah i'd say a good five to seven years there hasn't been a big big name club go down um obviously newcastle went down obviously villa went down obviously sunderland went down obviously swansea went down but like everybody knew they were going to go down at some point in in their uh in their fucking history like swansea really fun to root for not a great team villa really f- fun to root for really fun to watch but can't keep it together. Norwich, I mean, like, Timo Pukki, and uh, he's just awesome, but, I mean, the team's not great. So you know all those teams are going down. Like, West Ham, I thought they were here to stay for a very long time. Well, they spent so much money. (laughs) I know that's the best part. (laughs) uh, It's like Everton, but at least Everton's getting their shit together. Carlo is just working his, you know, eyebrow magic on that team right now, and they're actually, like, really exciting to watch. But Yeah, I saw this stat, Kev. Like, since Carlo has taken over, if, if the uh, Prem started the day that Carlo took over uh, Everton, Everton would be in second place. So, uh, Carlo Ancelotti bringing that cool-ass international football to Liverpool, except Everton. Everton just happens to be in Liverpool. I'm, I'm about Carlo Ancelotti going to a mid-table club and showing everybody up. Yeah, dude, I'm a massive fan of this. He's just, like, literally making, like, Ollie, Frank, uh, fucking Arteta, all these guys at the big clubs look like fucking fools. And it's right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> it, it's amazing. It's like, look what I'm working with. You fool. And he, pulls, he takes a drag of his cigarette. Um, and I just I just love Carlo so much. I'm just so happy. We have so many great managers in the Premier League. Like, I just want to take a step back. I know this the league is over right now, and we're all just paying attention to the relegation and top four butt fight because Liverpool has locked it up, obviously. But... God, like, we're, we we should be very thankful, blessed, that we have so many amazing and hilarious characters. And speaking of which, whoa, are you ready for this transition, Martin? Dude, transit it. Transit it? Transition it. Transmission uh, from Murph from Interstellar. Murph. Um, Murph. What I'm going to say is that a zany character <laughs> in the Premier League has shaved his head, Josie Mourinho, being bald is back, Martin. BBB, being bald back. Mar- Neymar shaved his head. Mourinho shaved his head. If you're going to sit there and say that Pep Guardiola hasn't had an influence on European soccer, you're crazy. <laughs> like, screw tactics. That man's baldness is passing through European football. Um, I, I gotta real, agree real, with real, you. Real quick, real quick side. I posted the picture of uh, what's it called, Mourinho, on our Facebook. Uh, which again, follow us on all our social media. We post fire memes and whatnot. It's a great time. Um, and someone commented, it was like, "Fuck cancer," and I'm like, "What? No, 
<laughs> like, 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 okay, word, you right, you right, but also I mean, in this situation, you are real wrong, guy. You are off the mark. You are very <laughs> off the mark, friend. Um, but again, yes, fuck cancer. We're a very fuck cancer podcast, but... I, but you, Mourinho doesn't have cancer, that I know of. That, that I know uh, of. That, I don't that know I his know personal of. life. I think we're all born with cancer of some sort, but True. I don't think... He, especially if you're, Especially if you're born in, like... I don't know when when are cancer people born? Not like the um, sickness, but like the stars and shit. You know this, Kevin. Come on, don't no. bullshit me. When do cancer people <laughs> are born? I think every day. I don't know. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> like the fucking star shit. What? Are, what? Are, astrology or yeah horoscopes? Oh, when are the cancers born? I know you know this. I'm not going to say it. No. You know it. I'm I'm looking it up right now as we speak. I'm doing some research. You doing some research? <laughs> research. June twentieth to July twenty second. Ugh, I hate cancers. They're the worst. I hate you. <laughs> um, anyway, um, shout out to uh, all you Tauruses out there. Um, anywho. Oh my god. <laughs> also. Um, Neymar shaving his head, thank God. That was a headline because he had pink hair, which was fucking weird. He's just a weird dude, man. I'm just, like, over Neymar. I've I've been over Neymar, but, like, it's just come to a head where I'm just, like, I just... Every time I see a headline, it's nothing ever soccer-related. Where, like, if it's Mbappe, it's always soccer-related. Where it's like, oh, sick assist. Like, Neymar, I'm just seeing him get yellow cards for trying to do rainbows over people. And I'm like, cool, sick. How about you go, Mm -hmm. like, win something significant? You know? I don't know. I don't. I'm about that, man. Like, if you look, if you all got a uh, peek into the group chat that uh, we got going on social media, um, one of our friends <laughs> loves Neymar and posts all about Neymar. And then within seconds, one of us, someone in that group chat will just reply, shit talking Neymar. I think everybody's done with Neymar's antics. He was dope at Barcelona. Do not get me wrong. He was on track to be number three player in the world. And I think, Kev, for like a good year, I think our first year of uh, starting this podcast. <clears throat> oh my god, I almost puked. Um, we we genuinely thought he, he's, you know, top three, definitely top five player in the world. But, you know, he's been on PSG for what, three years now? And mm. man, he's, he's fading into... Oblivion? Just a... I, I would say oblivion, but he's everywhere. But like you said perfectly, you don't know him for his soccer skills anymore. You know him for his parties. You know him for his wild hairstyles. You YouTube know him highlights. YouTube highlights, and you know him for fucking his sister. So, you know, pretty shite legacy if we're being honest, man. Oh, my God. Was it the video you sent me of, like, Lukaku sniffing his jersey? And it's like, name yeah. where find his sister's panties? Dude, I lost it. <laughs> Uh, shout out! I think that's FB banter page. God, that all those pages are so good. Stray offside. I steal from them every day. It's awesome. Um, I got another headline here for you, Martin. Um, we got headline a lot of fa- we got a lot of fan questions, so I'm just gonna leave us off with two more headlines. Um, Mo Salah and Jordy Henderson's wives have both given birth to kids today, exactly nine months after the four nil win in the Champions League game against Barcelona. So they fucked. Mm. Confirmed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they 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 had that intercourse. They had mm-hmm. that celebratory or Regi assist intercourse. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Kev, but uh, fucking like some. I think it was Sky. No, I think it was Virgil Van Dyke or some uh, Liverpool dude. Like congratulated uh, Hendo on <laughs> on having a kid, and uh, James Milner said. Origi assist, corner taking quickly, goal on as a comment on it. And, like, James Milner, top class, mate. Top uh, fucking class. I think I posted something the other day where it's like, he's played for City, he's played for Liverpool, he's played for Leeds, like, but you just can't hate this guy. You he's can't. Like, you can't. It's like one of those players, like, who just have a stamp on, and you're like, I could never hate him. He's a very rare player where, like, I feel like, if there's a Man City player you could never hate, Martin, I'm going to guess it would be like a Yaya Toure. Would I be right? Uh, Close, but, you know, I think once I say the name, you'll you'll absolutely know uh, this. David Silva. I could never hate that man. I, I, I really? fucking love David mm. Silva. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. 
That's a really and, good one. you know, Vincent, I always have fucked with Vincent. Yaya, like, like you said, I mean, that 2013-2014 season, beast mode every single game. Uh, so can't hate him on that. But David Silva is, if we're picking a rival player or a player from a rival team that you cannot hate no matter what, it's David Silva through and through. What about you? Now that we're on this little topic, go. No, I've been uh, thinking about Tottenham. it. That, yeah, that's all I've been doing is trying to think, dude. And this is tough. I'm trying to think. Like, I was going to say Son, but, like, have mm. you seen this, like, fuck Hung Ming Son campaign that's been going on on the internet lately? There's been a ton no. of evidence showing that he's been, like, flopping, fouling people because he has his, like, persona of being the super nice guy. And, like, I don't know if it's just, like, just showing, like, little clips and slow motion that make it look worse than it is but they're trying to show that he's actually like a dirty player like you shouldn't love him um because that would be like my first person is i'm trying to think of who else i on tottenham that i could like possibly like and this is tough i know it ain't gonna be eric lamella you and gabe hate him more hate than him like dude himself. hate Deli i don't Alley. get that <laughs> yeah Harry you do Kane. hate him mm-hmm. um what about water, 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 water? Yeah, water, that water. was the one that was out of water, water, water. Yeah, I would probably say him. That's about that's that's about as far as I go. Or for Tonga Donga Dong, or Gareth. You love Gareth. Yeah, but I mean, like I'm talking like current. Like, of course, I love yeah. Gareth. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I'm more of a Real Madrid Gareth fan, you know. <laughs> True that. True, True that. That. All right. Um, oh, I think I got, I got one more headline before we get into questions. We got a shit ton of questions. So thanks to everyone who replied on our Instagram. That was very sweet of you all. And I will get – there's a question about the stickers. I will be sending them out this week. I will send them out for Valentine's Day. Um, mm-hmm. I know. What a, what a sweetie. Actually, fuck it. I, I'm tired of looking at memes. Let's just answer some of these questions. You ready, Martin? Heck, yeah. All right. Uh, first question comes from Sam June dot two one seven. Again, this is all from our Instagram page. We're at like fifteen hundred people now, so that's really sick. Um, so thanks to everyone who sent us a question. You're all amazing people, and if you're not following us right now, please do. Um, it's it's a good time. That was my plug. Anyway, uh, Sam June two one seven says, "Do you think Virgil Van Dyke is overrated?" Martin, you go first. Uh, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I, I I do think he's the best center back in the prem. Um, but I think the world, I, in I, my my opinion, I think he's the best in the world. I I he's top class. Whether whether he's the top in the world or second in the world, whatever. Like everybody can agree that he's absolutely a phenomenal player. However, I think the media and all of the crazed Liverpool fans and and you know new fans to soccer uh, have completely made him into something he's not i mean you have had people for the past two years say he's he's the best center back the prem has ever seen he's the best center back for liverpool ever um he's the best center back in the world easily and i don't think those things are true at all i mean his greatness is undeniably paralleled i i genuinely think that he has the potential to go down in history as one of uh the greatest players to play the play uh the center back position but let's be perfectly honest with ourselves let's let's chill he's played for liverpool for two years now okay two years now he had a phenomenal season last season this season he's nowhere near as just phenomenal in the back for them um so let's let's take a chill pill yes everybody can agree that he's he's brilliant he's great um, I think his forward long balls is is the best part about his defending. Or oh, his, uh, I saw the the stat today. He has three hundred more passes than anyone else in the prem, and I wouldn't. Yeah. and I, I would kind of agree. It's not his play is still very good. It's still very very good. I think they've yeah. only lit up like five goals this year. I don't have the table in front of me, so that's mostly in part of him because he's you know he has good defenders with him. Not you know we've had the discussion like are Andy Robertson and Trent Alexander actually good at defending or good at just whipping in crosses? I think they're good at both. I think they're good at one more than the other, but they're both super young. Right. Um, right. Right. And. Uh, I think Allison is phenomenal, so that obviously helps with that. Uh, argument for him is the best goalkeeper in the world. So for me, oh, wholeheartedly I, I, disagree there. Well, I know, I know, Martin. I'm, it's not the that's not the question. It's not the question. <laughs> I think Virgil Van Dyke is perfectly rated. 
that's just I think he's exactly where he is. I think people in the media media with him like he's the greatest of all time. Let's just chill out. Let's wait till he's done playing. We don't have to do it right now. Uh, let's wait till he wins his first Premier League title this year. Okay, then we can start talking more. I think that's right, I think that's a right, right. fair. I think I think that's a very fair thing to say. I think he's perfectly rated as the best defender in the Premier League and arguably the best in the world. So I think that's perfect. I think that's absolutely perfect. Thank Every, you. Like everything above that. Take a chill pill. He's played for two years at, at the top of his game. Let's watch the rest of his career pan out before we say he's the greatest ever, ever, ever. Um, I think we did a pretty good job. I did not get angry. I did not curse Virgil van Dyke's children. Uh, and I, I said that he's a, he's a phenomenal player. So I think, I think Kevin, that uh, this is the best <laughs> it could have gone. Yes. I think, I think we were very fair on that question. I knew it was going to be rough. But we got through it. Okay, next question. It was a good starter question. It was like, yeah. rip that Band-Aid off. Let's ask Martin the yeah. Liverpool question. Let's fuck him up. That was like limbering up. Uh, we limbered up. <laughs> um, which now, like, when I get in bed with someone, like, it's like, hey, what are you doing? Like, are you going to, like, get in bed with me? I'm like, no, 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 no. I got <laughs> like, to limber up, girl. I gotta, gotta listen here, girl. I got to... It's gonna need a couple minutes. Got You got a back. I'm 25 now. I'm right, right, right. I'm 25. I got to do some lunges real quick. Have you done yeah. butterfly squats before? I got to get this some- groin all <laughs> loose for you. I, I got to do some jumping jacks. Like it's a whole process. Now. <laughs> uh, do we have like? Oh, I'm sleepy. Do we? Do we have three drinks? I might say I love you. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just um, next question. Uh, thanks, Sam, for that question. Uh, next question comes from here to another Benner year. He says. How doomed is the MLS to ever really grow after they won the battle against FIFA reg- relegation rules? Ooh, MLS thought, question. Yikes. This is, I, this is tough for I, us. I didn't know about I this. Thought that, <laughs> I thought that they uh, were implement. I saw this post from Sam's Army. Now, this, like, Sam, uh, Barstool Sam, he has a podcast, Sam's Army podcast, yada, yada, yada. We've been following him forever. I, I saw a post from him, and don't take this uh, as fact, but... I saw this post from him saying that uh, the MLS is implementing uh, promotion and relegation by 2024. I guess, I guess that's false. If Why they so uh, won the appeal, uh, because so they're shite. Like MLS, I guess is, more like, teams. Like you said, money. Benner. Right, right, right. But like you said, they they are 100% doomed. Uh, I mean, I I cannot remember who it was, but a former um, U.S. men's national team player literally came out today. And went on a rant against Alexi Lawless for calling for the exclusion of Jermaine uh, Jones on the U.S. national squad because uh, he plays in Germany, not the MOS. MOS wants only MOS players on the U.S. men's national team, uh, or as much MOS players on the U.S. men's national team as possible. <laughs> We've seen that since uh, Bruce Arenas took charge after Jurgen Klinsmann, and it's only been a continuation of that since Greg Burhalter. Uh, former MOS coach has taken charge of the uh, men's national team. So I, I, I genuinely he was the think coach. that I genuinely yeah Bruce him. Arenas yeah piece well, of no, shit. I know I, know, I forgot I forgot about Greg. I just mm. I just don't fucking Greg horrible person. But he's like if you ever been to England, he's Greg's the little convenience shop where it's like the literally shittiest grayest like it's like the equivalent of the Seven Eleven of England and like you just get like a meat pie and you hate yourself. That's what he is. He's Greg. He's literally Greg's from England. Greg. It's also He's old Greg. It's, it's old Greg, and uh, but I, I think you hit the nail on the head. They are absolutely doomed to mediocrity if they do not propose any type of true competition and fear of relegation. Like there is no threat of having your money taken away if you just suck all the time. If you're guaranteed money, who the fuck cares where you place? If you're guaranteed that money, take that money away. Send up. Uh, some USL team, I, I don't know any USL team, send them up and I guarantee you that they could at least contend in the MOS because, look, you guys, the MOS, and I'm sure we have MOS fans, yada, 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 but the fact is the MOS has been around for 30 years and they are leaps and bounds behind any other league in the world, and you wonder why. There is no competition in that, and if, if what you said, Benner, is true, and they won the appeal not to implement uh, promotion and relegation. It's just the continuation of mediocrity. And uh, I'm going to continue saying, fuck the MLS. I don't watch that garbage. 
Yep. Uh, you gave me another reason not to watch the MLS, even though I talked to the soccer cooligans and they were like, you know, support local. I'm like, ah, fuck nah, it. Nah. Nah. God, <laughs> I'm know. okay. It's like, oh, we're going to go support the mom and pop shop. Well, not if they're going to upcharge me $20. I'm going to go to fucking shop. Right. No, I'm not. <laughs> like, like, I'm I've been going to Harris Teeter since 2004, <laughs> baby. I'm going to stick with my Harris Teeter. Stick with the pram, baby. I'd be like, motherfucker, I'm paying, like, over a grand to live in a closet in South Boston. You think I'm going to go to mom and pop? They're not my mom and pop. They're not, well, it's not my mom supporting me. (laughs) Pop's not there, for sure. So, like, mom, (laughs) like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm sorry. If they're going to give me another reason, I'm not, I'm not here for it. So, yeah, MLS doomed. Thank you for the question. Um, Next question, we got a twofer from CBeer7. The first part's for Martin, so we'll start there. So, he says, for Martin... Hypothetical situation, would you rather have Oli stay and Sancho in or Poch in and no shot at Sancho? Ooh. Um, Ooh. That's that's actually a really good question. Um, I, I saw the rumors that Poch might be coming to uh, Manchester United this summer. Um, and I also saw the reports that the only way Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is fired is if he finishes outside the top six. So the bar is pretty fucking low. Um, <laughs> nice. But... <laughs> right. Um, but I, I do not think Jaden Sancho is the magical solution to all of Manchester United's problems. I, I certainly think there are other players out there that would be better for Manchester United. I do not really think that uh, Jaden Sancho, a, a right winger or a left winger or a center, central striker, is a position that we truly need to fill right now. Um, so... If if I have a gun to my head and I'm given the choice of Poch and no Sancho or Ollie and Sancho, I, I guess I'm choosing Poch even though I'm I'm still kind of one foot out the door, one foot in the door on that Ollie train. I hate the idea of firing managers. Let that manager's ideas take place. Let them build something. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Uh, Sir Alex Ferguson, first three years in charge of the club was absolute dog shit yet the club stood by him and obviously he turned that club into a winner and now i'm not saying ollie's going to do that by any stretch of the imagination but managers need (laughs) managers need fucking time they're not going to perform a miracle in a matter of a year a matter of two years jurgen klopp has been at uh, liverpool football club since 2013 he finished seventh sixth Okay, I'll let you finish. But I, I, in Jurgen's case, though, he was a proven manager up to that point. No, no, you're absolutely right. You're that's that's not my argument. But I, oh, your I, argument my is argument is, is he needs time to fix up, fix up. Uh, like Liverpool is so shitty before Klopp, and your your argument is that there, there needs to be time. That's sorry, there, sorry. Yeah, there, there. Yeah, I'm not comparing Ollie taking over United as the same as Jurgen taking over. Liverpool. I'm saying that a manager needs time to implement their tactics, their ideas, and their players into the system. And uh, I, I just hate the idea of prematurely firing a coach, wasting another two years. We wasted uh, not even a year with David Moyes. Um, we wasted two years with Louis van Gaal. We wasted two years with Jose Mourinho. And we're about to waste another year and a half with uh, <clears throat> Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I'm saying pick a manager and fucking stick by him. Just let him implement what he needs to implement. For gosh darn darn, look at what Jurgen has done for Liverpool. This is this is my biggest uh, evidence behind giving a manager time. Give him time. Give him the players that he needs, that he wants, and that he desires. And in time, he'll be able to build that football team up. And... I, I just I just would rather have a manager that knows what the fuck they're doing in that uh, role. So I'll take Poch, no Sancho. All right, yeah, I you know I'm all for Pochettino heading over to United. I think he'd be a great fit. I mean, he has a great way of working with youngsters, and you know. Uh, but I'm all for you that you know. It's just weird that we live in this day and age that I. There's always been that discussion, like, will we ever see an Arsene Wenger again? Will we see a Sir Alex Ferguson again? Like a 10 to 20-plus year manager, and there's barely any left. Like, who's the longest-running manager right now at a club? Like, Diego Simeone? I think it's got to be Diego Simeone. I mean, before that, it had to have been uh, 
um, Maximilian Allegri on Juventus. Uh, and then, shoot, I mean, other than that, I, I think it really boils down to the last managers of the breed that stood that stuck with the club through thick and thin. The board stuck with that manager through thick and thin. Uh, where Arsene and Sir Alex Ferguson. So I guess the question, uh, carry-on question, is will we ever see that again? And like my gut reaction is no. That's that's a different era. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna follow up. Uh, C beer seven. Thanks for the question for Martin. He also has a question for me, which is a lot meaner. Um, our, <laughs> our Arsenal, the Walmart version of West Ham. Uh, he also Ooh. follows up with uh, keep up the good work and bring back the golden goal podcast guys they were dope peace well CBR7 thank you for the question is Arsenal the Walmart version of West Ham uh, so is West Ham Kmart and we're Walmart yeah, like what is what is West Ham in this scenario because Arsenal is for sure a better version than West Ham <laughs> yeah but we're not that much better I'll admit that <laughs> but like I feel like I feel like we're Target and they're Kmart I feel like that'd be fair, right? I think that's fair. I think that's a fair comparison. It, Y'all, Arsenal's red. Target's red. Kmart True. is it's shit. <laughs> West Ham is, is Kmart shit. even around anymore? We I can say the a... same thing about West Ham. Is Are they West a club? Ham even going to be around anymore? Yeah. Are they even a club? Is Kmart around? These are the questions I have. So <laughs> I think it's I think it's a what's it called? I think it's a fair comparison. All right. Well, C Beer Seven, thank you for the question. That was really sick. Uh, next question. Oh my God. This is from our friend Scott. He says, is Dom Caprioli the most frustrating person to talk sports with? This is just a, one of our friends from back home. We're in a big group yes. chat talking about soccer and Dom is the, ap- <laughs> he's the person that Martin referred to earlier who talks about Neymar and loves him more than probably Neymar loves his sister, which is a lot. So <laughs> I, to, to be, to be fair. Um, yes, he's the most frustrating cause he's so stubborn. It's literally like talking to a brick wall. I'm like, well, what do you think about this? He's like, that's some pussy shit. I'm like, well, no, that's n- <laughs> that's literally a quote. That it's 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 you know. That's a quote multiple times. That's that's his well, go to. So uh, well, don't don't be Scott. a pussy. I'm like, well, all right, well, <laughs> go on, Martin. Well, shit, Dom. Uh, yeah, I mean, you bring up basketball with Dom, and Dom will just annoy you until you stop talking basketball with him. You bring up soccer with Dom, and Dom will just. Uh, keep bringing up Messi, Barcelona, Brazil, and Neymar until you just try and hit a wall. You play FIFA with Dom, and you're throwing controllers. So yeah, and you're wasted. Don't talk you're to Dom. Always wasted. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Henny for life, baby. I know uh, he's coming up here to visit soon, Martin. So you should come back up here to Boston. Um, Hell yes, a, Dom. There's a bar in Boston called Hennessy's, which I've done some degenerate things there on the bar, and. I just want to say that I'm so excited because Dom drinks Hennessy like it's fucking water. It's not even fair. But next question uh, comes from Sweeney Hutt Jr. He says, how do you all feel about this Premier League break? Soft. Soft, Martin. Pussy shit. Quote Dom. Quote Dom. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it. I feel as though, you know, it's, I guess, implemented because other leagues have winter breaks now and we had to do it. But I felt like there was kind of like – we always kind of like not complain that other leagues did it and Premier League didn't. It was like making us tougher. But now we can't even brag that our league is tougher because we don't have a winter break. We have one now. So, like, we're not – like, I feel like the Premier League is losing its allure. Like, now we have one team that's like a bajillion points ahead. And we used to make fun of other leagues for being that. But now we have a team that's a bajillion league ahead, a winter break. Like – we're getting soft, Martin. What's going on? Dude, we're becoming everything we hated. If you live le- if you live long enough, you will become a villain in your own story. And uh, that's what the Prem is doing. It has become everything that we hated about League One, everything we hated about the Bundesliga. And Kev, we are not even the most competitive league anymore. We're not even the toughest league anymore. We're not even the most exciting league anymore. And, you know, VAR, uh, one club league, and winter break are all symptoms of that. We might as, god damn it, the Prem might as well have the coronavirus. It is not looking good. No, I'm not, you know, I am not a fan of this whatsoever. Um, I'm trying to figure this out. So apparently, Jermaine, so our next question is from Raw Football Talk. Um, I skipped over a few because I was trying to do research on this. Uh, apparently, Jermaine Jones called out Alexi Lalas. Do you know anything about this? 
Yeah, that's what I that's what I was talking about during the uh, um, the uh, uh, question about MOS. So, uh, oh, Jermaine I'm Jones, really, can you fill me in? I'm really sick. I, I totally like. I have such a screaming headache right now. The fact that I'm even talking into the microphone right now is incredible. But you know, it's we were due. The sponsors, the lo- fellow people, have been chirping at me saying like, "What the fuck, you lazy bitches?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I am lazy." And I'm also so so. Fill me in, Martin. What's going on with this situation? All right, let me just let me do some research. Make sure I, I get this get this right. So um, so Timmy Chandler he plays I th- uh, he plays for either Hertha Berlin or Schalke. He plays for someone in um someone in Germany. Um, he scored he's scored as a midfielder like four goals in twenty twenty alone. He's been playing out of the out of his mind, and uh, so. Jermaine Jones had a real problem with Alexi Lawless saying not to pick Jermaine Jones because he might not mesh with the squad. He plays in Germany. He doesn't play in the MOS. So Jermaine Jones went on the Twitterverse or so or the uh, Instagram. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I think but it was he an said Instagram the following story, right? Maybe? Yeah, that's know. yeah. I've got it up now. Um, and this is a quote from Jermaine Jones. He says. Sorry, Alexi, we all know you support just one league, and that's pretty clear. If someone plays in one of the best leagues in the world, then yes, he has to get a call-up for his country. That is not what happens here. Since Bruce took the national team, everything went backwards. Look at our team now. Sorry, but some of the players are not national team players. Facts. Jurgen, uh, speaking about Jurgen Klinsmann, Jurgen gone, and straight away most... Um, Mixed race players are also gone too. It's interesting, right? I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. Stop bitching about players with different backgrounds. It's not important where you play and who is your agent. The national team coach or scouting team has to find who has a U.S. passport from around the world, and most important, how his level of play is at this time, and can he help the team get better? Nothing else. If he plays in the MOS or in Europe. Fact is, the best American players have to play for our country, and sorry right now that is not the case. Stop supporting just one way because everyone can see what is happening. And we as fans would like to see soccer one day on the same level like it is around the whole world, but for this we have to be honest in how we look at the domestic and international game. So essentially, Alexi Lawless is saying don't don't uh, pick Timmy Chandler because he's a German-American citizen, because he plays in Germany, he has no interest in, in the MOS. And Jermaine Jones is like, yo, it doesn't matter what the fuck ethnicity you are, na- I'm sorry, nationality you are, where the fuck you play, if you have a U.S. national p- passport, if you are eligible to play for the United States national team, then that coach should be picking you, if your quality is better than your compatriot in the MOS. And Alexi Lawless, Greg Berhalter and Bruce Arenas have all, and we've talked about this before, have all favored MOS players above uh, international players. Why? Which, you know, Why? because our team sucks, and we just love to hype up that feel, MOS you know talent coming through. Warren, I just came up with something. I think that's hmm. our scapegoat. That's why we want to make that an excuse why we suck. My, I'm saying that... They're going to be like, well, we only use MLS players. That's why, you know, like we don't have enough. I feel as though they're just <laughs> making that a fucking crutch to say, like, why we can't take our team to the next level to say, like, you know, and like they're the purposely is, doing it. I think so. I think it's a Dude, self-sabotage. It. I'm not, a, mm. you know, I, I, I'm big. I'm being like Joe Rogan right now. My conspiracy theories. But what I'm trying to say is, is that I think there's something to it that they just want us to suck and they'll, we'll, you know, all the U.S. American apologists will say, like, U.S. American uh, soccer team apologists say, like, well, it's because we use nothing but MLS players and they don't want to, like, you know, what if they don't, ble-? like, no, like, use the best players. Am I crazy? Right. right. Am I fucking. Like, get better by using the best players. Don't get better by using mediocre MLS players. Sorry about it. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Okay. Next question. Uh, we still have a bunch left, so we're going to kind of like uh, – we'll probably won't go breeze through them. We end up talking. Um, <laughs> J, um, JTSD, again, this is still from our Instagram, says, can Bruno save United? So there's been mixed reviews so far, Bruno Fernandez, Martin. Um, you know, I mean, the guy literally has played like only a few games. Didn't He's do great on his de- game. 
Yeah, yeah. So he's only played. He didn't do great on his debut. Uh, but then again, it's like, well, welcome to the Premier League, mate. Um, it's you know your first game, so uh, not much you can say there. So can Bruno save United? But like you were saying earlier, I don't think it's down to one player, right? No, I mean Bruno. I I think he had his flashes of brilliance and and flashes of he's still getting used to the Prem um, in his debut game. Um, and his debut game is, was against the Wolves. The Wolves are, I, I think, one of the best teams in the Prem uh, in terms of just, granted, they're one of the best teams will face in the Prem and have a chance of beating. Um, but, like I said, this this isn't a get one player and suddenly everything is fixed. This is a couple players coming in, a mentality change, a tactical change to fix all of the problems at Manchester United. Um, I think Bruno <laughs> Fernandez is a... All of his attributes are exactly what United need and part of that midfield, um, but he's not going to fix everything overnight. I'd love to see him do do brilliantly for Manchester United, and I don't think it's fair to judge him after literally 90 minutes of playing in the Prem, and I don't think he can assess his abilities at all in one game. Um, one so I think we have game. to... Please, everyone. One fucking one game. game. Chill. Every, chill. Chill. Everybody chill. I think he's a great piece. Um, I think he was an excellent. I didn't think you guys would get it done. So I'm very proud right? of you guys. Like, this, that's big for you guys. Um, And so I just think everyone, again, chill the fuck out. Right. It's okay. We don't have to react to everything instantaneously. Just watch how he does. Yeah. Um. Next question. Uh, from Matthew Gostino. Okay, I got it. Did you get to watch the Milan derby? Uh, I did not. I did not watch the Milan mm. derby, but I did watch the highlights. Ibrahimovic scored. Inter won, I believe, 4-2 was the final score, right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it was a very, very exciting game. Uh, Inter Milan continuing. I think they're tied on points at Juventus. Look at me dropping some Serie A facts right now. Um, and I believe... Lazio's right behind them? I don't know. Lazio? Yeah. Inter Lazio. and Juventus are tied on 54 points. Lazio is 53 points. Um, so obviously Serie A is the league to watch right now. I actually got the chance to watch the game. It was on Sunday, oh, my day you? off. So was it yeah, was it, it, was on, I, I, it was dope. I fucking, like, the Milan derby, the Madrid derby, the Manchester derby. It's, it's just... It's out of this world, and to see the San Siro, I mean, obviously Inter and AC Milan share the stadium, so one side's blue, and it's all the Inter fans going wild for their team. The other side's red, all their fans going wild for AC Milan. And at halftime, uh, AC Milan was up 2-0, uh, thanks to a Ibrahimovic assist and an Ibrahimovic goal. And, I mean, AC Milan, I, I don't know exactly what place they're sitting in right now, but it ain't great. Um, so everybody was losing their mind that AC Milan could top Inter Milan. They could take points off this crazy Inter Milan squad. And then Inter Milan just turned on the motherfucking burners after the halftime break. Brozovic opening the scoring. Christian Eriksen had a just a goddamn beautiful free kick that uh, tipped off the crossbar. It didn't score, but it was just a classic Christian Eriksen free kick. Uh, Romelu Lukaku put the game away. Um, scored that final silencer in the second minute of stoppage time. It was just a badass fucking game. You could see the heartbreak on those Ace Milan faces. And, I mean, Ace Milan, OG team. I'm an OG fan of that team. So it hurt, but I fucking love the Milan Derby. I recommend anybody who has never seen any soccer before in their life, if you want to just watch a spectacle, watch the Milan Derby. Yeah. That's That's it, baby. It's, like, one of the most, like, hollowed grounds in the world um every game no matter like how each team is doing each season you never know who's going to win both teams are going to show up and give their all blood and guts everything it's fucking magic and now i'm kicking myself for not watching the game but the highlights were sick highlights were, were, were were pretty tight next question comes from pandy sanchez he says when and which club will break into liverpool and city as premier league champions in the coming few years um, well, have, Liverpool because they haven't won a goddamn championship yet. Relax. Okay. Oh. <laughs> God, you're, you you were quick with that one. <laughs> oh my God, you're still holding on to it. You are still holding on to it. Dude, they haven't, they won, haven't won shit yet. I have another month. 
They haven't won the league in 30 years. I have another month of saying this, so let me have my month. God damn it. You get your month, Martin. You get your month. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'd have to give a shout to Chelsea because they're always, even when they have a down year, they always bounce back the following year. I think Frank's doing a bang-up job. Um, I mean, you can't – I know it's crazy for me to say as an Arsenal fan to say something nice about Spurs, but they do have Jose Mourinho who many will say has lost his ways, but that man has won everything at everywhere in every league. So I'm never going to count him out. Um, and then after that, you get Arsenal, Man United, and I still think we're Marin. If you want to, if you want to be, if you want to, I don't know if you'll agree with me. I still think we're five plus years off from even competing. Yeah, if we even compete ever again, I, I'm right there with you. We're we're a ways away from uh, challenging for a title, but I, I'm I'm gonna go out of limb and throw in some dark horses for a uh, title uh, challenge. Um, I'm gonna say the Wolves. I'm, I, I generally no. think the Wolves, if if they can look at look at them right now, I, I, I think they're in they're in sixth place right now, um, and last year they were just as good. If they can catch the Prem on an off season like Leicester City did, I think they can absolutely win the league. Um, I mean, for gosh darn sake, uh, look at this year. If Liverpool w- did not exist, or if Liverpool was Liverpool three years ago. Uh, Leicester would be neck and neck with Manchester City right now. So I, I, I genuinely think it's a little bit up to luck, and I think it's a little bit up to uh, team building. I think Leicester could mount a title challenge in the next two, three years um, because Pep ain't staying at Manchester City much longer. Uh, I think this Liverpool squad is unfortunately here to stay, uh, dominating force, uh, young talent on that squad, and a young coach on that squad. Um, so if Liverpool can falter, I think it opens up the floodgates, honestly. Um, I, I think a lot of new teams might be able to take a shot at a title win just because of how shit Chelsea is right now, to be perfectly honest. I mean, this form in 2020 has been dog shit. Tammy Abraham isn't doing anything. Uh, that defense is shaky. Yeah, Kepa as to him? Is everything yeah, okay, I know. Tammy? Tammy. I know. Tammy, <laughs> you need some rest, Tam Tam. Tam Tam. Tam Tam. I miss Christian. I wonder what he's up to. Mm, fucking being hurt. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, breaking breaking news, uh, Usman Dembele hurt again. <laughs> totally off the question. Flop. But he's out for another six months. Bust. What a bust. I know this yes. has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but... I but just, it's it just, still good news. It was like, it's it was the good of, news of a Tuesday night. I think he's like played seventy and has not played sixty. I think it's like something ridiculous. It's like he's like fifty fifty. <laughs> it's like insane. <laughs> I saw something the other day, Martin, and I don't know if it was an article by ESPN or somewhere. I don't know where I saw it from, but it was someone said that Barcelona had not made a good signing since Suarez, and I went, "Whoa." Mm. Well, when they signed. They signed Rakitic after Suarez, right? I don't know the timeline, but I, I'm just assuming that Suarez was like kind of the last big one, and ever since then it's been just kind of shit. I think Rakitic was before. Damn, Griezmann. I, I mean, I, I think Griezmann. Bust. Like it hasn't been a flop, but it's it's surely been disappointing. Arturo Vidal, sure. okay. Yeah, shite. I mean, he um, doesn't even play for him anymore. Does? Oh yeah, he does. Barely. Um, he doesn't start. You know who's been the best? Paulinho. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Like, that guy got the fuck out of Dodge and went to China. He was like, fuck, this is messy. I'm sorry. This, these guys are just all idiots. Um, <laughs> Terstugan. Yeah. When they get Terstugan. Um, nah, he's been there for a bit. Yeah. And then their new goalkeeper that they signed a couple years ago, Chilson, he doesn't even play for them anymore. Is he German too? Right. Chelsea, no, he's Netherlands. He's Dutch. Dutch, the Dutch bastard. Um, but yeah, just Usman Dembele hurt, hurt again. Wow, that was a. Uh, remember when that all happened? We were like, oh my god, he's so yeah. How much did they buy him for? Like over a hundred million something? Wasn't it great? It was. Like, didn't it break like the transfer market at the time? Or do they just sold Neymar and then they bought him? Right. So Neymar was like yeah. two hundred and fifty million or something, and then I think he was like a hundred and ten. That's when like money was just flying. Around. That Dude, was, no that was wonder a... he's hurt all the time. He weighs 148 pounds and he's 5'11". Like, obviously Jeez. you're going to be hurt, you frail bitch. Jesus. Oh, God. 
What a bust. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm so I, happy for him. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Well, it couldn't happen to a better club. Um, next question. <laughs> um, Kerrigan Joseph says, where are them stickers at with the soccer emoji? I'm sorry, Joseph. I'm sorry to everyone. I've got a lot of messages, mentions about the stickers. I was supposed to send them out like a month ago. They're staring me in the face. I get anxiety about it. I stare at them. I talk to my therapist, Barbara, about it. I go, fuck. Like, I got to send these stickers out. I'm sorry, Bob. And, you know, I'm going to send them out. I'm going to send them out this weekend. I got nothing going on. I would also, like, I don't know how to mail things. So I'm going to learn how to do that. And once I do that, it's a big it's a big weekend for me. It's Valentine's Day weekend. I'm obviously doing nothing. <laughs> so, I, and um, yeah, stickers will be sent out. Which actually, Martin, this brings us to our last question of the pod to wrap this up. Are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. This is from Drum Beers Cats. He says, "Are the lads for or against rubbing one out before a date?" Oh. Dude, happy four. happy Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> I I I don't know, man. When I was a young man, I would get excited about doing that and like, you know, like oh man, I want to make sure like I'll do well later. Like future me is going to be set up for success. But now, <laughs> I'm just like whatever. If I have, I'm just going to count on I'll have three beers and I just won't be able to finish anyway. You know, like I just, I, I just like just count on that. Like I had three beers. I'm like, I was with a girl the other night, and like we had to switch to like three condoms. She was like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I've had three beers." She's like, "Wait, <laughs> do you want to not use protection?" I'm like, "No, are you crazy? <laughs> are you high?" Oh man. So yeah, um, it, I think it depends on the situation. If you like the girl a lot, I guess you want to make sure you please her. But then again, it's like, you know, just hop back in there, sport. I think you'll be think you'll be great. Use use bluechew.com. Are they still a sponsor of us? They probably dropped us because we haven't done an episode in a while. Use Blue Chew. <laughs> I don't know if they're still a sponsor, but if they are, use code overtime. And um yeah, I think that's our show. I can't do an episode on Thursday night, Martin, because I'm going to go see YBN Corday. So I'm very excited for that. That's going to be sick. I have no idea what you just said to me. <laughs> He's a really sick rapper. I think you like him. Um, what's his name? Uh, YBN Corday. I was actually supposed to go to a hardcore show and go see this band Ceremony and American Nightmare who are doing their like reunion show, which was going to be sick. But can't can't go to the hardcore show now because my roommate bought these rap tickets, which I'm more excited. I've already seen these two other bands before, so um, so yeah, I can't I can't do shows. This will be our. I think we're doing. An, I think I'm doing an interview with another soccer podcast this week. Um, off the counter pod, I think on the counter on the counter pod with Drew Pels. So stay tuned for that. I might do, there might be a bonus episode. So hopefully two episodes this week. So woo. Woo. All right. Love you guys. Bye.